Do you want to be inspired by other brilliant business owners? Find out how and why they set their brilliant businesses up. Discover some of the triumphs and struggles they face along the way. If so, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Brilliant Businesses Podcast. We interview business owners to find out their story and journey as to how they set their businesses up. We believe that story is an important way of making their businesses shine, and we share those stories on this podcast. Keep building those brilliant businesses. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a Brilliant Businesses podcast, a Halloween horrors podcast. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm talking with Simon Luck from Host My Office today. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Nick. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. As we always do, how's your golf going? Yeah, very well. <laughs> Handicap's coming down. <laughs> yeah, it's very good, very good. So um, we're going to talk about some uh, horrors that happen within the IT industry. Um, Simon's going to go through those with us. But um, how's your week been, mate? Let's start, let's start really with your week. Really good. Um, Business is doing really well. Um, we're working with more and more IT companies now that are partnering with them uh, as you know our, our end users, and so everything's everything's looking good. So lots of sort of new clients come on board, onboarding projects, that yep. sort of thing, helping them. Yeah, excellent. And yep. uh, I know you're going on holiday tomorrow. So is it tomorrow or Friday? Uh, Friday. Excellent. Where are you going? Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, little centre parks out in Belgium. Yeah, we all need a holiday, right? We do definitely need a holiday. <laughs> what's the what's the restrictions like now then? What's happening with that? Lots of forms. Yeah, yeah lots yeah. of forms. Lots of high vis jackets to take. Um, <laughs> lots lots of other things to l- upload for the tunnel. But uh, yeah. it'll all be good when we get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it changed in October twenty fourth because I went on holiday and it was a nightmare coming back as well as going forward. But sounds like you just got it going forward rather than coming back. So I think so. Excellent. I think so. I'm not in charge of that part. Of <laughs> it's probably very I'm just in charge of the driver. <laughs> very good. Um, so let's get into it. Let's talk about some of the stuff um, that could be um, horrifying for some people um, and what's happened in, in IT and, and what people should look out for. I think probably one of the biggest things that's happened over the last few weeks um, and has been in the media was social media stopping one evening uh, when Facebook, Instagram, uh, WhatsApp, they all stopped. Uh, and, and what impact that has for, for a lot of businesses. You know, They may be using that as their, their main route or their main, main way of getting new, new clients, yeah. maybe selling on Facebook or whatever. Um, not only just the social side of things, you know, how do they communicate with their friends and family, but from a business point of view that they're using these tools, what happens if that stops? Mm. You know, um, and, and are people looking at and asking questions and testing if my route to market stops? What am I going to do? Um, and we've experienced that over the last couple of years where people just literally shut down. Yeah. Um, and, and and so people may have looked at that, but are they looking at the tools that they're using? Mm. Um, it's always good to, to test and, and have alternatives. If this isn't working, can I do this? Yeah. If that's not working, can I do that? Because yeah. um, I think, um, I mean, it was, it was Instagram, Facebook and WhatsApp, wasn't it? And... Um, and people forget that Facebook and Instagram have, have shopping facilities on there. So people can't shop, yeah. you know, so people, they could probably would be down on, down on sales when, when that went down. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, you, you would hope um, that if somebody, you know, if I went to buy something on Facebook uh, and that shop wasn't available, that I would 
probably gone back to the shop when it was available. So yeah. that person hasn't lost that sale. And so day two would be a bumper sales day. But equally, you might then just lose that inertia of actually might wanting to make that purchase. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 it could have an impact. But yeah. the positive side of it, hopefully they'll come back. Yeah. So what, what sort of things could people put in place then if something like Facebook goes down that just act, make sure they've got access to their other mediums? Yeah. Yeah. Looking, you know, yeah. is are all of your eggs in one basket? Mm. Um, and are there alternatives there? Um, so people might use Facebook because it is a lower cost route or, you know, uh, as a as a uh, as a route to their e-commerce site. Mm. Um, are there other platforms that they can use out there? Yeah. 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 No, it's a, it's a good point. And um I don't know what happened. I don't know why it went down. I I saw a news story, but I didn't see what the reason was. Did you? So um, I think the general opinion is that they they um, servers have routes that. So for instance, if you want to get to a website, it would work out the quickest way for you to get to that website, and that okay. website might be in, for instance, the, the states. Um, and so it will recognise where you are in the United Kingdom, and then work out how to get you to the United States wow. quicker. Um, and, and and those work on um, geolocations without getting too geeky on this <laughs> yeah. they have to be updated and it was when they were updating those uh, that it crashed right. and essentially they had to go and turn it off and back on again oh I see that's what it the was the good old restart wow the old hip start button restart yeah. button yeah. reboot I think they call it don't the they reboot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking earlier about also the problems with people creating polls on, on, on not necessarily Facebook but on any channel right yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think you know th there there is that sort of um, Hollywood thing about people seeing, you know, uh, the hackers sitting in dark rooms, you yeah. know, harvesting information, penetrating firewalls, whatever it might be, tapping away at their laptop. Um, but actually, one of the the, the biggest ways the people that are actually gathering that information is they might create a poll mm. on a on a social media channel uh and they'll ask questions like how let's work out your hollywood name and mm. it could be your uh, mother's maiden name and your first pet um people fill this out and what they're doing is they're actually answering security questions right. um you know it, it's not to be sort of too that you have to kind of draw down on it too far you yeah. know, people putting up their wedding photos and you know this was us 16 you know 16 years ago so all of a sudden you know that somebody got married yeah. 16 years ago um there's lots of innocuous ways that they kind of gather information uh and we're there we're trying to make you know it's a bit of fun you yeah know, you know, yeah um putting the information out there but actually we're answering security questions and it's it's just having that ah should i be mm. filling that in do i know that person mm. you know um if if it's a company that we know, it's a you know somebody that we do know. But if you can look on there and there's got like two and a half thousand replies, or where is that coming from? Yeah, that's, that's it's, it's people can be very innocent with it, can't they? They don't realise the dangers, and yeah. um, especially when they 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 ask for that sort of thing that you said, where you you, you use your your pet and then your your mother's maiden name or whatever, yeah. uh, and they use your mother's name, you put down your mother's maiden name, and they they've got that. And a lot of people use that for their passwords, their mother's maiden name, and stick the stick the the date that they were born on or whatever it is, isn't it? Yeah. So so yeah, it it's, is. it's crazy when you think about it, isn't yeah. it? The, um, how how innocent we are, and how what a trap we can fall in. Yeah, real Halloween horror there, <laughs> isn't it? Jesus. Um, we also talked about. Um, you said you've seen someone have a server in their bath or the bathroom, or in something. a bathroom in a toilet. Crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was invited to go and have a look at a server uh, in its cabinet, and the cabinet was next to two urinals. It was great. <laughs> it's like that's really not where it's supposed to be. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. That was horrific. Yeah, 
and um, also being careful about um, in, when you employ people and what sort of information they take away with them when perhaps they leave or yeah I mean the, the, the obviously a company should look after all of its data um, yeah. and, and and you know making sure that you're going through due diligence due diligence yes. and when people sort of you know take people on um through that probation period how many keys have they got to whatever doors all that sort of stuff um but equally you know um we've seen parts where uh, uh good intentions somebody yeah. might have bought a domain name they might have been there at the beginning of the uh, of the business or whatever it might have been uh, but they've bought a domain name and it's they've bought it through their own personal account yeah and it's then registered to them uh, and if they leave the business, they take the domain name. Mm -hmm. You know, has the company got hold of their domain names? Do companies know where all of the different parts of their business are? Um, if they've got phone providers or who looks after the websites or, you know, and it become can become quite fractured. Yeah. Um, that one company looks after a domain name, another one looks after the hosting, another one looks after whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but it's having... If that were to go down, again, it goes back to the, the, the business continuity or mm -hmm. disaster recovery of... Do you know who that person is? Do you know what they're doing to back up their systems? Do you know where their systems are? Um, can you get in touch with them? Yeah. Um, what happens if you can't get in touch with them? You know, and and it's really important. You know, domain names. Um, are they registered to the company? Are they registered in the company's address? Mm. Um, do you know when they they're supposed to be renewed? Can you you know keep a track on that? Almost like a diary entry that yeah I need to have that renewed because if they can't get hold of you, that's going to be your emails, your website, yeah. your, you know your yeah. your presence. Yeah, um, it's generally just keeping things tidy, isn't it? And keeping things organised. And I guess yeah. some businesses don't think of that when they when they're in a rush and they well we need to register that website, we need to get that you know you sort that out, you sort that out, and suddenly it's all fragmented. Yeah, and um, no organisation in it. Yeah, and. and uh, Lots of times it can be with different companies. So, oh, so wow. they could have 10 domain names with 10 different companies because they've just purchased it. They've gone online uh, and created a new account because it could could cost 99p from one mm. instead of £7.50 from another one. So they buy it from there and then somebody else has got another promotion and then somebody else and so on and so on. Yeah. Um, uh, and it happens over time. You know, mm. it, it sounds boring, but having one one pot of information is... Yeah, safety first. Well, yes. Um, and I guess it's also a problem if uh, an employee, I mean, you did touch on this, but an employee leaves and they've got, they're the only one that set the passwords up and, the, and they set the account up and they know how to enter it and that person's left and you can't get hold of them. So they must have to be careful about that as well. Yeah, it's all about permissions. Yeah, you right, know, okay. Um, somebody having, um, somebody knowing who's got what access to what. Uh, yeah. If an employee leaves, make sure that you reset the account in a timely manner. Yeah. Um, go through that process. It's part of the exit, you know, make it part of your exit interview. Yeah. Um, that whilst you're actually having that ex exit interview, your IT person, company, outsource, whether it's internal, external, whatever, is actually resetting that password, um, making sure that that, that, that account is closed mm. down, mm. Um, making sure there's no email forwards. Silly little things yeah. like that could, yeah. could happen. Maybe putting it in your employment contract at the beginning as well. That they 100%. Have to have. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's a few horrors there, isn't there, that could happen. Um, so thank you for sharing those with us. No worries. Um, if you if you feel like um, you have any of those horrors approaching, and then then contact Simon because I'm sure he can help you with with any IT security issue or any IT with host my office. He's got brilliant business, um, obviously, and all his details will be on the bottom of this podcast and this YouTube video, so you can get in touch with Simon. If you like what you uh, what we are doing, please subscribe, and we look forward to having another podcast soon, um, probably with Simon and with many other people. But thank you, Simon. Good to see you. And you. See you again soon. Look forward. To Thanks, it. mate. Bye. Cheers.